Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag Side Quest Year in Review. Woohoo! <laughs> it's the end of the year. Everyone's giving awards, so we're like, hey, our award is the most best. So let's give it out to some games. So we are going to be doing some best of of the games that we have specifically played in Game Pass. So obviously some of these games didn't come out this year, but we figured it would be fun to kind of reminisce of some of the games that we've played this year and kind of our overall take on some of them. So I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, our gamer who can never quite figure it out, Keith. Hello. And our resident noob, Liz. Hey, guys. And so we are doing Year in Review. Can so, I just say, I don't know if you guys know this about me, I am the teensiest bit indecisive. Oh my gosh. Just the tiniest bit. So this is going to be really hard this for is, me. This is going to be an episode. <laughs> yep. This will be interesting. So, starting off, very first category I had for you guys, out of all the games we played today, what was your favorite? Today? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is already just a debacle. So out of all the games we've played this year so far, starting this podcast, what has been you guys' favorite graphics? Or art style, I should say. Can I go last for every category? No. <laughs> no? What do you mean? We are going to rotate to who goes first. So I will be the gentleman. I'll go first for this one. Kings before queens, right? And then I'll go Keith, you, me, going first. Okay. 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 So I'll start off with this. For me, I think the best graphics that we've played was hands down Gears 5. I actually have a 4K TV and I play on Xbox One X and that game is just stunning. And I've actually played it through the xCloud, so it's kind of scaled down a little bit. And I've also played it on the S in our 1080p TV. And either way, the game still looks gorgeous. I absolutely loved just the graphics of this game. I actually think for my runner-up, I know you guys will probably judge me, but I'd actually probably give it an Old Man's Journey. Just specifically because... That was because, one of my runner-ups. Yeah, because of the actual art style of that game was actually really impressive. Probably I, the only thing that was impressive with that game. I, I hated that game. Yes. And <laughs> the fact that that was a runner-up for me, that just proves that really does have good art style. Yeah. So, yeah, as far as graphics are concerned, I can't disagree with you that the best ones we played were hands down Gears 5. Monster Hunter World would be probably a close second if I was going purely on just best looking. But I think I would have to say my favorite is probably going to be Sea of Thieves. Because I know, I know, I'm real burnt out and I don't play it anymore. I'm very sorry. (laughs) But... There's just something about that game when you're, you know, you're sailing on the sailing on the seas there. There's just nice horizons, islands. Sometimes you know where you are. You feel like a pirate. Sometimes Liz is guiding the boat and you never know what's happening. But <laughs> you just you can just enjoy the scenery. And it's just very calming. I like I could look at pictures of sunsets from Sea of Thieves all day long. It's, they're just beautiful. So I think that would that would be my personal favorite. Yeah, so for my pick, like I said before, Indecisive, I agree with you guys' picks. I didn't think of Sea of Thieves, but yours I, I had thought of. I really like the art style of Void Bastards and Edith Finch. I don't know if you guys agree with that. But well, which just... one was your favorite then? You pick <gasps> one, and you have one runner-up. No! <laughs> I am going to say, I don't know if I can pick. Okay, fine. You They're can, so you can have different. Them tie. I you feel can have like... Them tie. 
<laughs> I think I'm gonna have a lot of ties. I think you are too, because you're so. <laughs> just just gonna slowly so list every episode we've done, except for Ashen. Oh. <laughs> Which Fine. Ashen is no longer on Game Pass. Oh, sad. Oh bummer. <laughs> so your two tie picks for your best game is What Remains of Edith Finch and Void Bastards. You mean graphics? Yeah. Yeah. How would I say? You said I think top game. Oh, this game. Whatever. Yeah, so for me, I think that the graphics, it's going to be torn between uh, Void Bastards and Edith Finch. They're so different. How can you compare them? That's true. I guess, no, do you know what? I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to go with Edith Finch because I thought it was really cool how she became the different animals and I just thought that there was more to it, even though the art style of Void Bastards are very liked. So my top pick is going to be Edith Finch. And same with like the comic book style during the murder scene. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Liz. <laughs> All right. Next category we got coming up. What was your favorite multiplayer game? Keith, you're starting us off. Ooh. So this one, this one, it's a, it's a late in the year pick that came through for me. But I think I would have to go with State of Decay 2. I know we didn't actually do a ton of it, but that was one of the few games that all of us played together and it was just really hilarious watching Liz run away from the invisible zombies. I, I will always get a chuckle out of that. Heck, even just like you getting running away from invisible zombies. But yeah, I don't know. Just run around the countryside, running over zombies, looting, shooting, <laughs> doing it with your friends. Do you have a runner up? I liked it. Runner up. I think probably for the same reason, I'd still go back to see a thieves just because I mean the best times that, I had on playing a multiplayer game. That one's that's probably it. So I think I think that one takes another runner up for me. Both of those that you picked are my runners up. I actually didn't think of see these when you're talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should switch my answer. <laughs> I feel like you should be first with every category list because you're just gonna hear us and change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree with you. See a thieves though. If you had a bad person and you had a lot of loot. It was the worst. If yeah. you were teamed up with someone who was just didn't want to do anything or is like me who crashes the boat sometimes, you know, at the worst possible moment. But you could largely control it. it. That's true. Um, but for me, I actually went with Gears 5. Wow. I forget what it's called, the separate game modes of it, but there were times that we were playing and sometimes we'd be playing with a random person online and it was so intense and so fun. And then same with the story mode I thought was pretty good with multiplayer as well. So for me, yeah, I'm going to go with Gears 5. Oh, so you guys actually kind of picked my choices too. My favorite multiplayer, I'm given to Sea of Thieves. I don't think I've ever played a multiplayer game and have had so much fun with it. Like starting off with it, I feel like I had such great memories with you guys and with random people. And I've had some bad memories, but I feel like that game was just so good as a multiplayer game. You can play it single player, but it just nearly, it just isn't nearly as fun. And then, yeah, my runner-up, was I was going to give it to Gears 5 as well, mainly because of how well they integrated the multiplayer. Because every game mode you can play, you can play with your friends. I love that like you're leveling up with your friends, and when you level up with your friends, you actually get more experience points from playing with them. And I love that playing the campaign, you could switch the difficulty. So I didn't have to get held back with you guys like playing such easy game modes. I could actually play on a harder difficulty. I just thought the multiplayer component in gears 5 was just really good do you know what i actually think i know i'm probably not allowed to change my answer oh my gosh no <laughs> this but, is gonna be a long episode i i agree with you guys about sea of thieves but i think the reason why i immediately went with gears 5 like i didn't even think of sea of thieves 
the even though I have a list in front of me. <laughs> but the reason why I picked Gears 5 is because I hated the multiplayer so much with Monster Hunter World. And we played Gears 5 shortly after that. So for me, I just thought it was like the best multiplayer ever because the multiplayer in the other one was hot garbage. Hot garbage. So final answer. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I can't finish. <laughs> it's rough. This is rough. All right, we're going to move on before Liz changes her answer again. And the next category we got coming up, Liz, you're going to be starting off on this one. What was the best story for you? And this is one that I have the most things written down. Oh. Yeah. So because I really liked oh. Quantum Break. I thought that was really interesting. We Happy Few, even though I don't really like the gameplay of it. I thought the story was interesting. Prey, Banner Saga, but... I think I'm going to have to give it to the tried and true Operencia. Well, yeah. So the reason why I loved Operencia so much is because I thought I would hate it. I was watching Andrew play and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so boring. Because I wasn't used to the turn-based style games. And then the characters, I forget the character's name that I love so much. Yushka. Yeah. And then I just thought the story was really interesting too. Mm -hmm. Like you find out some of the characters really aren't as good as you think they are. And I just thought there was a lot to it. And just talking about it right now, I just want to go back and play it. I didn't finish it, so yeah, Operencia. Wow. See, I actually agree with you. That actually was my best story as well was Operencia. And yeah, so I, I agree with you. Operencia actually was probably my favorite story as well. I was thoroughly surprised by that game. And I love that actually each map you went to was kind of its own story. There was an overall story with it, but each lane you went to had its own. And I actually found them all interesting. And as you said, the characters were great. The banter between the actual cutscenes was actually intriguing and actually entertaining. I actually really liked it a lot. So I, I agree with you, Liz. I think that one probably had the best story. My second place is also another one I pick. I'd actually probably give it a Banner Saga. I really liked Banner Saga's story. It really was just kind of like this real sense of dread and kind of like end of days. And they did such a good job. And you're trying to take care of your caravan and like... And when just, someone you love dies, it hits you in the gut. It does, yeah. So I really, really like the story of that game a lot, too. So, yeah, surprisingly, we have uh, pretty close answers. Well, this one is unanimous as far as the overall story, because it's hands down going to be Operencia for me, too. You guys know that game I like dug into. I loved the amount of lore they built into that game. It was just every little bit of it was just absolutely fascinating and more interesting than the last. Like you said, the characters are great. The dialogue was great. I loved everything about it. Um, and as far as my runner up, <laughs> you guys do kind of have me sold on Banner Saga, I think. But I was going to say Ori in the Blind Forest. It wasn't really a great story, but I liked the way that it was told, and I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I would call it, I would put it as my runner-up still. All right. Coming up with All our right. next category here, I wanted to ask you guys, <laughs> what was your biggest surprise game, or as some people call it, what was the sleeper hit? Game that you did not think you would like, but you ended up loving. So, me, starting out, I think I have a feeling this is going to be the same one for all of us. And my number one pick, of course, for this one is Operencia again as well. When I saw this game, it looked very much just like a typical kind of like turn-based RPG, which, you know, I enjoy those games, but they do get a bit tedious. But there was just so much to this game, and I really enjoyed the puzzles. I loved the movements of the map. I was really surprised about this game because I remember, too, when the trailer came out, I remember you text me, Keith. You're like, oh, I think I'm going to pick this. This looks kind of interesting. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, this looks kind of weird. But then when we played it, I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. <laughs> 
I actually had a lot of fun with it. My runner-up, though, I'll actually probably give it a Graveyard Keeper. Graveyard Keeper, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, it's just going to be another typical management game. Like, you're taking care of a farm or insert whatever property you're taking care of. And it is, for the most part. But there actually is an overall story with it. And I was really surprised about that. You actually had a goal in the game trying to get back home. And that really surprised me. And because of that, it really drove me. Because when you're playing a game like Stardew or like Minecraft... It's essentially the same thing, but like there's no end game to it. But with Graveyard Keeper, it did, and I actually had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, my run up of Graveyard Keeper. Very nice, very nice picks, Andrew. I like. Thanks. I I worked real hard. I thought you did. So for me, yeah, the one that definitely took me by surprise that I ended up liking way more than I thought I was gonna like sleeper hit, whatever you want to call it. Definitely Operancia as well. I I thought it looked cool. Showed some magical stuff, and I don't know. I like RPGs, so I thought I'd like it. And then I also kind of thought I wouldn't like it because the the whole square-by-square grid layout of the game I thought was going to really annoy me, but I came to love it, and it was fun on every level. The gameplay was great. I I already said that the story is great. It was was great all around. Was Uh, it great? I don't know. (laughs) You'll have to go back and count how many times I said it, and that'll confirm how great it is. But I would have to go for my runner-up, I think Sunset Overdrive, because that was another one where I had played it before and I knew it was fun, but I just didn't realize how much fun I was going to have with it, and I loved it. Cool yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on. I could talk about how great it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. Whoa. For me. Yeah, right? For me, I'm going to pick a game that I thought looked just way too hard for me. I was like, this is going to be miserable. I'm not going to want to play it. I will say my runner-ups first. My runner-ups first, same kind of category of I was intimidated. I love how you left us on edge there. You're about to say it, and then you're like, but first the runner-ups. Uh, State of Decay 2 first, and Gears 5. Selfie. Um, they're the runner-ups because they're games that I just I didn't want to play, and then I started playing it, and it was easier than I thought it was going to be. But... My top choice is going to be Tomb Raider. I had a feeling. I love that game. And I haven't played it since we discussed it. And I kind of want to go back and play it. But I just, for some reason, it just stuck with me that it was a great game. And so, yeah. Because it was a great game. And I didn't think I'd be able to play it. I wasn't used to really shooting that much. And I just, I thought it was going to be terrible. And it's actually a lot of fun. Alrighty then. (laughs) So... We went from a biggest surprise. Now I got to ask you, what was the biggest disappointment? This is a game that you were like, oh man, I can't wait to play this. And then you played it and you're like, ah, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So Keith, this is your pick. Thank you for that just great description of what this category is. Well, is it going to be like the last one where instead of saying great, you're going to say it was just bad? It was just real bad, real bad. (laughs) I didn't like it. It was bad. And this is why it was bad. (laughs) I have a sneaking suspicion I know what he's going to say. Uh, so my biggest letdown actually got to be Crackdown. Oh. That was a game that was really overhyped. And I get why it was, you know, Microsoft exclusive. It's been hyped for years to come out. Finally does. Day one, I think even a few days early if you had Game Pass. Like all the right reasons to be hyped about it. And then it was just meh. It was just a game. Even though it had Terry Crews? That was the best thing about it. But Terry Crews couldn't save that game, and they didn't do enough Terry Crews to save that game. That's the only way they could have used Terry Crews to save that game. Yeah, I agree. So that game game was definitely a really disappointment. And then 
probably just um, as a runner-up, I'd have to go with After Party. Because a game that just sounded like a lot of fun. You you know, again, you die, you go to hell, you have to outdrink him. And story wasn't that good. Gameplay was mediocre. Just didn't didn't give give me what I was hoping for. Was that good for you? Did I say Yeah, that was great. Bad enough? Thanks. <laughs> I need validation. For me, I actually didn't come up with a runner up because I knew my choice with this one. And my worst game, my biggest disappointment was Thimbleweed. I was really excited about that game. I thought that this, when I listened to what it was about and I saw the trailer for it, I thought it was going to be really interesting. And then I just felt like the ending was a cop-out. I thought the ending was absolutely terrible. And I honestly felt like I'd wasted my time with because, just because of the ending. So for me, even though I liked the style of it and I thought that it was interesting gameplay, I just could not believe that they did that. <laughs> so Thimbleweed. I'm surprised your runner-up is an old man's journey. Oh, yeah, I changed that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another crappy ending. I'm not even going to get into that one. Yes, we have a whole episode of yeah. that one. So. Um, I feel like that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of this one was kind of hard for me to pick a number one, but I'll actually have to agree with you, Keith. I think overall my number one is Crackdown 3 as well because I've been a big fan of the Crackdown series and they're always just been kind of like this simple, fun kind of game, but there just was no depth to Crackdown 3. And the promises and hype that they had coming up to this game about complete destruction and everything like that, it just completely fell flat. Then they were like at least adding the complete destruction multiplayer, but that just fell flat. Like there was just not really anything redeeming about Crackdown 3. I have a couple runner-ups. I'll just go through them quick. Okay, Liz. I know. (laughs) But Alien, Alien, like I heard mixed reviews of it, so I wasn't too much of a high hope with it, but... Things about it, it seemed on paper like it would be a really fun horror game, but it just was so frustrating that it was hard to really get into. The other runner-up I have on it is Just Cause 4. That was another game. I was a really big fan of the series, and so it's like, cool, it's the fourth one. Can't go wrong with the fourth one, and just whatever reason, it just... I mean, not for whatever reason, we did a whole episode on it. It just was really disappointing. It just did not have the same charm as the other ones. So, yeah. The facial hair. Yeah. The arm hair. Everything. Oh my goodness. Just the graphics <laughs> in general. Yeah. So, since we talked about games that were such a disappointment, the next category I wanted to ask you guys is, what was your guilty pleasure? What game did you play that you know wasn't that good, but for whatever reason, you just could not stop playing it? Guilty pleasure? I mean, I think you guys already know the answer to this. It's definitely going to be Secret Neighbor. It's not a good game. <laughs> I can't stop playing it. Well, I did stop playing it. Thank kinda you. Got- <laughs> I kind of got bored because they just need to add and change some things. But I will say that another guilty pleasure is My Time at Portia. I love games like that. Graveyard Keeper, uh, Stardew Valley. For me, My Time at Portia, though, is a guilty pleasure because I don't think it was... I don't want to say as good as the other ones, but it didn't have as good of gameplay. There were a lot of glitches and things like that, and it's more kiddish, I feel like. So, yeah, that's my runner-up. So, I don't know if I really have a runner-up. But I can at least say, for my pick, I'm going to have to go with Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers it was very repetitive. It just, it was another turn-based strategy RPG game that just, it just, it was all about grinding. And because of that, it was like, it got so boring and tedious. But for whatever reason, I stuck with that game and I actually beat it. So that That's definitely impressive. is my guilty pleasure of a game. I don't, I don't think I really have a runner-up. Because, I don't know, I feel like there wasn't too many games that I knew were bad that I kept playing with after we finished reviewing. So, I guess I just have that one. Yeah, I feel like I really only have the one 
and this might be a weird pick, but I think it was actually Yoku's Island Express. I know it wasn't great, but I had a lot of fun with it, and it was one of the few games that, aside from, I think, actually just one collectible, which is still within reason, I got every single bit of collectibles in those game or in that game, and... I didn't really hate it along the way. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I was grinding it out. I, I don't know. I thought everything was a fun challenge. So that would probably be my guilty pleasure. I would say Descenders maybe, but I haven't gotten back to that game. I think I just when we played it, it was the one game that I definitely played it more than you guys because I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, you played it quite a bit. This could barely play it. I struggled with that game. She still has nightmares about that. If game. there was a worst music pick, that would have been it. So since we talked about what, why we enjoyed these Guilty Pleasure games, what would you actually say was the game that had the best gameplay? For me, I think this is hands down, no contest, Sunset Overdrive. That game is one of those games that just is kind of hard to master, but when you get it down, that game just moves so well. And the gameplay of it is just so fun. I absolutely love the gameplay of that game. And for my second choice, I would actually probably give it to Moonlighter. Moonlighter, I thought, just worked really well. I actually loved the combat of that game, and then I kind of, I did enjoy the con- the mechanics of the actual running your store. So my runner-up, I'd have to give it to Moonlighter. Oh, man. I had picks in my head, and you actually kind of sold me on it. I will say... I will stick with... Ori probably had my favorite gameplay. I just think all of the mechanics worked so well together. I know it was just a platformer or whatever, but all in all... I, I just think it was a ton of fun. I loved everything that it offered and very much looking forward to the one that's coming out, which I don't know if that's a spoiler for an, a, a category that we're going to be doing at all. I'm, I don't know if I've gotten all the categories from Andrew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep adding then... <laughs> categories in the middle of this episode here. So hey, keep on your toes. I mean, with, the, with the amount of time you gave me, that sounds about right. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to have to go with both of the games you said as my runner-up for all of the reasons that you said. I'm a very convincing person. No, you just you just made very captivating points there. That word just popped up on the screen on TV, so I just thought I'd use it. <laughs> so for me, I kind of struggled with this one. I actually did have Sunset on my list. Same with Sea of Thieves, Prey, and Tomb Raider. I didn't think of Moonlighter. I might give it to Prey. Wow. And I'm giving it to Prey because I just loved... Everything about the gameplay in terms of creating things, fighting up enemies, all that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of surprised to say that, but I'm thinking back. The only thing I didn't like about it gameplay-wise was the space part when you actually leave the station. But at the same time, I think that it's actually more accurate than most games that have that feature. So yeah, maybe it's a prey. Going on to our next category, since we talked about how great some of these games have for gameplay, out of the games we've played, what character... Stuck with you the most out of all these games. Well, so. I'll go first with this one. So for me, character-wise, it is going to have to... And I'm, I apologize, I don't remember the characters' names. I have a mind like a sieve. You'll have to <laughs> forgive me. Operencia. Well, it's understandable. And, they have the hardest names. Yeah, well, Operencia and Banner Saga. Yeah. So I forget the characters' names, but I mean, Operencia, the characters in that, they're going to be number one. My runner-up is Banner Saga. I thought that they both had really funny characters. They both had banter. And for me, that was just a no-brainer. For me, my favorite character, 
was the donkey from Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. The donkey, he did play too much of a role in it, but anytime he talked, I actually thought he was a hilarious character. And I liked that he was like a communist, and he always just was like, he was always rude to you, but for me, I always loved the donkey. And then for my runner-up, I'm going to give it to the announcer in Sunset Overdrive. He was always funny. He always was like fourth wall breaking. He was always humorous. And would always kind of yell at you and make fun of you as the player. So I'm going to give it to the runner-up to uh, the announcer from Sunset Overdrive. I like those picks. Thank you. They're very unique. Like me. I, I do like those picks as well. Thank you. I'm glad I got approval. Can I just pick all the characters yeah. from Operencia as my favorite character? Because I, I will say with Liz, again, I'm pretty sure the guy you were talking about is Yoshka. The he's one of the people you meet very early on in the game. He's kind of like a a rap a rascal, if you will. <laughs> but he's just, a rascal. He's just always sarcastic. He's always got a bunch of good one-liners. He's great. I know I said I didn't like the game, but Liz, you missed the best character of all: Terry Crews and Crackdown. <laughs> That's true. Boom. That is kind you of surprising. You got me. You got me. I know yeah, there wasn't enough of him, but but he is <laughs> boom roasting. Got you. I just won the episode. <laughs> Yay! All right, and now we're here for the big one. Insert crappy drum roller. Terrible sound effect here. We're skipping music. For music. <laughs> music. No, you guys did. Let me finish. Everyone's always interested about the music. Okay, you know. I always this is everyone's about favorite it. category. People like are like, oh, I don't care about anything else. What's, what was the best music? So, Keith. Which music which... did Liz not notice? <laughs> what was your favorite music, Keith? Easily, I have to go with Ori and the Blind Forest. I actually went back. I listened to the soundtrack on it. I genuinely enjoyed it. It was nice, peaceful music. And runner-up, Sunset Overdrive. It just it wasn't always my favorite music. It wasn't my music for me necessarily, but I love that it had its own full soundtrack that was written for the game that was unique and interesting, and there was a song about Pepto-Bismol. I hate you, Keith. Those were my two picks. <laughs> I Booyah. almost picked Sunset Overdrive, but I didn't. Uh, my picks, and I'm not saying this to irritate Keith, <laughs> have to be... Oh my god, can I take my headset <laughs> off for this? <laughs> Are you gonna pick Graveyard Keeper? Yes, oh Graveyard Keeper. It fits the game perfectly, perfectly. <laughs> Tell me it doesn't. Tell yes, me. Yes, because it's repetitive and terrible, and I wanted to hang. <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. I also. I didn't want to do it anymore. For my runner-up, I think I should play the game again because I kind of forget. But I thought I really liked the music from Vampire because it had the same effect that the music from graveyard keeper did i really felt like it really matched the game and graveyard keeper i don't know why i couldn't get sick of that music i loved it i thought it was fantastic and i'm not saying that to irritate you keith it's genuinely how i feel no i mean these are all your personal picks that's perfectly fine i mean you're more than welcome to be wrong liz it's it's okay i'm not upset with you i just know that you're wrong But yes, unfortunately, as I said, my picks are the same as Keith. So best music, it has to be Ori. Just everything about Ori's music is just absolutely top notch. Because if you try to play that game silent, it is just, it really loses its charm. But like the music just works so well conveying the atmosphere and what's going on with the story because there isn't that much dialogue in the game. So like just having that music, it really is its own character. It's interesting. I, I really liked what they did with the music. Even with the trailer with the new one coming out, 
Just the music in the trailer is like, oh, this gets me right in the heart. And yes, as Keith said too, my runner-up is also Sunset Overdrive. Because that music... There it's isn't, cool. It wasn't a huge soundtrack, but it is really cool. It works super well with this gameplay, where it just, it really gets you going, and it's just fast-paced, and it's fun. And as Keith said, yeah, there's a song about Pepto-Bismol, which was awesome. Because that took me a while to figure out what it was. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, this sounds like Pepto-Bismol. So yeah, I would definitely give it to that. I also think, too, if I remember correctly, that the, just the sound effects as well, but Void Bastards, especially, I think there's music at the end. That, like, when you... I don't want to spoil the ending if you guys haven't played it. But, I like, I was kind of shocked. And the music kind of did it, too. So, I don't know. I think Void Bastards is also another runner-up for me. (laughs) If I remember correctly. (laughs) All right. There you guys go. There was the category you were waiting for. No, I I don't know. We we got Game of the Year here now, so... I guess we'll just go (laughs) like this quick. No one really cares about this category. So, since I started this, I'm going to end this train wreck. For me... My game of the year, I'm giving to Slay the Spire. I love that game. <laughs> just Triggered. that game, just it was it was so much fun, and I just love even now. I'll just be like, I'm just gonna play a quick game or two of Slay the Spire, and I could just boot it up, play just a couple games of it, and I absolutely love that game. And what I'm gonna give for runner up, I would, I think we give it to Sea of Thieves, because. Even now, I still play that game, and I think that game is just a lot of fun, especially if you have some friends, which, you know, unfortunately, since you guys don't really play, I don't have much friends that play the game anymore, which is really disappointing. I'll play since with we're you friends. Again. Oh. That's, that's the bigger question oh. is, why are you calling me a friend? Dang, Ouch. That, that really I'm just hurt. here for the money. The whole zero dollars of this? <laughs> <laughs> Tell people. But yeah, so I'm going to give it to Sea of Thieves. I, I really love that game. I don't think I've played more hours in a game next to world of warcraft i probably still play more hours in world of warcraft i mean it's been a while since i played that game so i don't know but uh nerd yeah thank you keith <laughs> so yeah those are my picks so my game of the year for my favorite game that we've played this year i assume that's kind of what we're going with right yeah is... descenders right it... yeah that's how that works <laughs> well it's not a game that has a lot of replay value it's gotta be Ori in the blind forest i just think that the game had everything that i wanted in a game so Ori in the blind forest it, the music was great the art style was just so cool the way that it it was obviously a 2d game but it made you feel like you had a 3d environment in front of you it progressed well it played well it was just a ton of fun i liked everything that it, that it brought me and similar in fashion, probably in my runner-up, or I would say a similar type of game to you, Andrew, is I would say Dead Cells. That game was just, I guess maybe I'm just a, have a thing for 2D platformers. I don't know. Yeah, you're just like really but, into them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like really into them now. I don't know. They're in season. <laughs> See, I'm surprised. Dead Cells got so difficult for me. I, I wish that it didn't. And that's, that's why I'm surprised you liked it. About it. But... The, the weapons were so much fun. There were so many different varieties, so many different things you could go with. I always had fun just finding new items and building on them. And I just enjoyed it so, so much. And similar to you, and I probably would with Slay the Spire too, but that's a game I would just pick up because that I know they're also expanding on it and they're listening to their game base and adding their expansions based on what people want. So the game 
I don't know if that makes it, it'll get better, but I think that's really cool when games do that, so. Runner up. Yeah, I love Dead Cells. I got a little burnout. I think that was my big problem with that game. Yeah. That's a good pick. For me, I kind of have a top five. <laughs> Andrew's like already looking at me. So, I mean, I don't know how you guys pick so easily because all the games are so different. Well, we're more decisive than I know. Because for me, obviously, Operencia, we have opinions. Sea of Thieves, Tomb Raider, and Graveyard Keeper. All amazing. And I actually had Slay the Spire on my list as well. And for me, I think I need to pick one that I'm going to play again or keep playing. I definitely am going to play Operencia again. And I'm still playing Slay the Spire every once in a while. Especially because we have it on Switch. So in car rides and stuff. I think I'm going to have to give it to Operencia. Slay the Spire is so addicting. It's the most addictive game I think that we've played. But Operencia, the story, the characters, all that. I'm going to have to pick it. I just say, too, though, guys, that I was looking at our numbers again, like I did last time, and you guys both rated Secret Neighbor the worst game. Huh. You guys... Oh, I knew that right away. That was, <laughs> I think that was the only game we did under 50. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it, it is. And that really shocked me because, as I stated earlier, that was my guilty pleasure game. You guys... Gave it the worst game of all the games we've played this year. So you guys think that that is the worst game we've played all year? Yeah, I would probably say so. And it's like it's just because of its current package. I feel like once they kind of upgraded a bit, I think I will enjoy that game. And I'd probably improve my score on it. It's just at the moment, there just there isn't much of a game there. I suppose I'd give it another shot if they could fix everything about that game i'm not judging i just no you are when i was i feel very judged when i was going back and listening to all of our scores because i haven't been keeping up with it you know what i mean typical liz i was actually really surprised yeah any other fun facts (laughs) and that that's not that's not actually sarcastic i promise yeah yeah, one more fun fact keith passes on a lot of games i'm looking at my sheet and it's P, P, G, P, P. Like, he just... I feel like you're picky. I pass picky. on games like I pass gas. <laughs> so Keith is really Keep it picky. Classy. And of course, Andrew is not picky at all. Nope. You passed on Secret Neighbor, Yoku's Island Express, Old Man's Journey, and you kind of passed on Full Metal Furies. You were you were kind of torn. Yeah, I didn't like it in multi, as multi, or single player. And those are the only games that we actually did game or pass. The beginning episodes, we didn't do that. I know. But yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. That was a weird choice of games. <laughs> so yeah, so that was our year in review for some of the games that we did. But with the holidays coming around, we uh, are going to be a little bit on vacation and going around. So i got to ask you guys, what do you guys hope to play and beat while uh, we take a uh, little bit of time off? Well, R&R. I guess. R&R. Rest and relaxation. Oh, I thought it was ridicule and ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm so glad you were original with that and didn't come up with basically the same word twice. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Keith, what are you hoping to beat this holiday? Of games we've played? Yeah. Because we, since we've, we have such a big back catalog, because a lot of these games we can't even finish. So what game are you hoping to finish? This one, for me, for sure, then is Operencia, because I got to, like, 90% of that game, and I'm right at the end of it, and I just haven't gone back to it, and I want to, so no question that that would be the one I'd be going back to. Otherwise, again, if it's if it's something to just pick up and play, I don't know, I'd, I'd probably just 
say we can some dead cells slay the spire are fun or games we've played or if you guys wanted to i'd probably go back and play some state of decay maybe but you know for me i just want to play all of my top five i'm talking about these games and i just want to play <laughs> all of them i definitely especially when we go we have a, like a 16 hour car ride and so we're gonna bring the switch i'm definitely gonna be playing tons of slay the spire and i really want to go back to operencia and graveyard keeper and sea of thieves and Tomb Raider. So maybe a nanny will fall. I don't know from why you sky. had to yell that. <laughs> See, I'm hoping to finish Prey. I'm like literally the last hour. I don't know why I haven't finished that <gasps> oh, game. Oh, I want to play that game too. <laughs> Surprisingly, I also actually really want to beat We Happy Few. I didn't care for that game, but I loved its environment and story. And I was really interested to see where it was going. So I really hope I could actually finish that. But you never know. Crazier things haven't happened. I know. And also with this year coming up, everyone always does New Year resolutions. So tell me, guys, do you guys have a New Year's resolutions coming up here? For me, it is to get over 50,000 gamer score. I feel like that's pretty easy for me. I actually don't know how much I get within a year. Just know that that's averaging over 4,000 per month. Is it really? Oh, dangs. I can do it. 4,000 a month. I'm not going to see you. <laughs> okay, no, that that probably is too much then. Let's say 40,000 then. That's still over 3,000 a month. Oh, come on. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not lowering anymore. 40,000. Multiply by 12 or divide by 12. You don't even have to go very far. I think 24,000 is pretty good because that's still 2,000 a month. Okay, fine. 24,000 a month. Send that. You could do 27,000. No, stop picking things. <laughs> Keith just destroyed your ambition. I know. He just like took it in his fists, you know? He was like, hey, your New Year's resolution <laughs> is unachievable. You suck. My New Year's resolution is to burn Andrew for a whole year. <laughs> you already do. Oh, yeah. You more make me depressed. My New Year's resolution is to get better at it. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh... If, if I were to say my my gaming New Year's resolution... It's to stay classy. Oh, I will always stay classy. Probably just to keep not playing Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't know. We have a group of friends that keep harassing you to play Call of Duty, and you're just like, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm okay with that. I don't... I don't... I don't need this in my life. At least Keith is honest about his dislike. You're like, no, I don't really like Call of Duty. Like, five weeks later, you're still playing it. No, but I you don't like it. <laughs> I just hate the judgment okay. I get from you. Do I have any New Year's resolution with gaming? I, my New Year's resolution is just to play other games and what we've been playing. I was surprised your resolution like, isn't to finally just beat a game. I have beaten a game. I beat Blair Witch. What else did I beat? Thimbleweed. You just stumbled their way Void through Bastards, a few games. You Banner actually beat Saga, Void Bastards? Quantum Break. Edith Finch. You Well, the games that are like two hours long, yes, you beat. <laughs> but do you know what? You're just being sassy. <laughs> I've beaten... A lot of games. Oh, I don't think I beat Tomb Raider. No, I definitely didn't. That's a lot of games right there. After Party. So many games I just listed. So with the New Year's coming up, Microsoft just announced the new console, the Xbox Series X. Keith, do you plan on getting this system at all? I mean, I'm hoping so. I'm going to start saving my quarters is what I'm planning to do. I mean, I already plan on getting day one. I know I am. You're you're aggressive, I know. (laughs) I... I'd like to think I'll get it probably within the first month. I may do, what is that, the all-access, they're going to call it? Yeah, where you, where you could just pay, do a monthly payment. The console. Yeah, I mean, I 
you know, obviously I have to look at the options, but that sounds like the best one at this point, and I'm pretty okay with the fact that I already pay monthly for all the subscriptions I have to Xbox. Have another one and just always stay up to date. I think that's cool. So, yeah, I'll definitely be planning on getting it for sure, one way or another. But it, as far as game, I unless it's going to sneak out before 2020 here, or the new Ori game, I'm just very, very excited for that game. Yeah, I think it got pushed back. I think it's coming up March now. I know they have the pre-download available. I know, which I hate that. that so. I hate that the, the pre-download is oh, like four it, months away. I got excited. I was like, wait, is it somehow out today? No, it's like four oh, months away. I got away. real excited. Yeah. So if anyone can figure out around when that happened, you can figure out when we recorded this. <laughs> uh, for me, the game I'm really looking forward to next year, and I'm not fully sure if it's coming to Game Pass, I heard that it supposedly might, but I'm looking forward to a game called Phoenix Point. It's from a lot of the original creators of XCOM, which XCOM is a turn-based strategy game, uh, very similar to, you know, I don't really know. There's not too many games like it. It's, uh, X- it's similar to itself. I know, because, yeah, X- XCOM's been kind of this running series where it's a roguelike. You have a squad of four or five that you can go in. If a character dies, they're gone, so you can level up this character that could end up dying. But, uh... Microsoft actually make it a type of game like that too coming out soon called Gears Tactic, which that's another game that also came as pre-install, which got me really excited. And then to come to find out it's not coming up till April. It's like, come on, because I was looking forward to that. But Phoenix Point, yes, yeah, from a lot of the original creators of XCOM. Right now it's in early, like, early access on Steam. And it's like 40 bucks. I was really tempted to buy it. But then I saw it's coming to at least Xbox. And it's like, well, I'd rather play it on Xbox and get achievements. And then I saw an article saying Microsoft was going to have it on Game Pass. But the developers screwed up like paperwork or something like that. And so they're like, oh, if it comes to Game Pass, it won't be for a while. So I don't know. I'm really hoping day one it comes to Game Pass because I'm looking forward to that game. I was really tempted to just buy it. Yeah, I have no idea what's coming out. I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like I, I look at what's on Game Pass, but I don't really see what's coming out in the future. Andrew usually like shows me a trailer and he's like, I think you'll like this game. We haven't done that in a while. I know. There was one I showed you not too long ago, but I'm sure you already forgot about it. But Tunic? I remember the name. I don't remember the game. But yeah, I remember I wanted to play it. A game looks adorable. It's essentially Zelda, like old school Zelda. So it's top down, just like sword fighting, puzzle solving. But instead of obviously Zelda and Elf, you're playing an adorable fox. And that game just looks gorgeous. And it looks like a lot of fun. And I think it has you written all over it. I'm pretty excited for it. I think it looks great. Now that I actually remember it. <laughs> but yeah, so we got a lot to look forward to next year. I don't know about you, but I can't wait. And we're going to keep doing this podcast for the foreseeable future. You know, we're, we're still kind of learning things and still doing terribly. But uh, we uh, thank you all so much for supporting us, though. Yeah, we greatly appreciate you, all you who've listened, reached out to us, told us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, most recently, thank you, David, who uh, reached out to us on Twitter. He gave us a couple of game suggestions, so we'll be having one of those up coming up soon. But we obviously want to do the side quest episode before the end of the year. So please let us know. If you have any comments on this podcast, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at gpgbpod or on Facebook at gamepassgrabbag. Or you could write us a nice review on iTunes. We'd also greatly appreciate that. But I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I'm also on Twitter with the same name and Mixer with the same name. So yeah, come say hi. And of course, I'm I'm Keith. Keith. I'm not going to say anything.
<laughs> and I'm on places too. Liz, your turn. <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob, gamer tag come on um Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob. Noob is EW. I'm glad you take this serious, Liz. At least someone here takes this podcast seriously. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right, everyone. You have a good night. Happy New Year's, and we'll see you again next year. Bye. Oh, you said that. Thank you.